Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough. How's it going? Uh, going alright. Uh, LA's no longer on fire, uh, both in a figurative and literal sense. Like, it's actually kind of chilly. Whoa, so, uh, I feel like I'm having, like, deja vu or Groundhog's Day effect or some kind of shit, because I feel like you've said that once before, but maybe that's my I, imagination. I absolutely have. We just repeat ourselves every episode. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, but, like, it's... <laughs> It's actually to the point where I'm wearing like a like a hoodie, so it just kind of like it feels nice to not be sweating every second of the day. So I probably did say it before, but like let me reiterate, it feels real nice. Yeah, and uh, now it should be like more or less like a catchphrase thing. Like anytime anyone asks you how you're doing, you're like, "Well, LA is not going on fire, so." Uh, I don't know. It's, it's usually like, "Yeah, how you doing?" It's like, "Yeah, it could be better, it could be worse." We're like, "Oh, what's wrong?" It's like, "Well, I'm not a billionaire, and I'm also not dead." So, yeah, that is your default. Okay, we're back yeah. to regular now. God damn it. <laughs> we're not is... innovative. We just keep repeating <laughs> the same shit for 200 episodes. Hey, and hopefully you guys keep coming back. And if not, we understand. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> if not, you're not even hearing this right now. <laughs> exactly. But we still do it anyway. Uh, we do like to talk about video games here and just random nerdy news and technology bullshit and then play some conversation games. So. Let's do just that. I haven't really been playing too much these days. Um, I am like hardcore back into Alpha Bear. Like you, you or somebody <laughs> mentioned it like in passing on a recent yeah. episode, and I'm like, re-download. Holy fuck, I love that game. And there's like some. I mean, it's ending now by the time listeners are hearing, but they had like cool a special event where it was like back to school event for these six days. You do this stuff and can earn different bears. I think I earned a school bear, and he was super cute. And like, I don't know, it's just awesome getting the bears again. But that's the downfall is when I first was playing that game, I had like 30 bears or some like crazy like army of them. And as I'm playing now, it's like very rare do I get a new bear. Uh, wow, that mm-hmm. rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing on your phone or on PC? Phone. Okay. Yeah. I know we did mention that that did come to Steam and that's interesting. I, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that, but it is such a satisfying game. One of the longest yeah. words I've got was like watchtowers, plural, and I was like, holy fuck. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that was really cool. But yeah, really fun game. I heard PC is good because it takes out all of the, like, not even microtransactions of phones, but you know how there's usually like limits to how much you can play or like you burned all your energy, wait 24 hours for it to replenish on like a lot of games. Yes. I hear all that's taken out of it for the PC so you can just play as much as you want. And you're oh, not, that's like, so limited. nice. Yeah, they even in this one, it's like, oh, this bear like has a four minute resting period or this bear has like an eight hour resting period. And it's like, fuck, like, I just want to use that bear over and over. I'm not sure if they, they remedy that, but maybe that I think that might be what they're talking about. I yeah. haven't played, but I think that's the only thing that really is time sensitive in that game. So pretty much. That's yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, and then, yeah, what else have I been playing? Uh, I went and just continued to play some Monument Valley. I still am freaking out waiting for the second one. And I keep seeing an article that came out a month ago being like, it's only a few weeks away. I'm like, but a month has gone by. Like, they're, they're just like trolling us and it sucks. Like, I'm really impatient. And I don't know. I guess they must have had some kind of deal with iOS to only release it on that first or that maybe that's just how it panned out, uh, with the developers. Like, that's the first one they completed and. Now we have to wait for Android, and it's just so unfortunate, because I really love that game and can't wait to play it, and people have already played it. Uh, my parents have an iPad. I'm, like, tempted to just be like, can I borrow this for, like, eight hours? Because, like, I'm sure the game's, like, not that long. Yeah, I'm almost positive they had some sort of deal with Apple to be to release on uh, iPhones first. That's, yeah. There's usually some exclusivity to stuff, and that's that's the way to kind of hype it up as much as you can. 
like especially for something as small as a mobile game yeah that that makes sense then but yeah so still waiting for that i'll keep our listeners posted but some of you have probably already played it so let me know what you think and if it lives up to expectations because that game is so good if i can say it probably won't just because your expectations for it i feel like we're huge because oh they're sky high yeah no they're real high for me um personally i'm not sure how it's gonna pan out i have a feeling it's gonna be just as good if not better i I love the mc escher like aspect of like the sacred geometry and all that weird shit that they throw at you and i don't know i would just love to like even develop for that game they should make it so it's like users can create levels and like your own like weird complex shit i wonder how hard that would be for that game because the game's pretty minimalist like there's not crazy details and it's I That's what like, I mean. If they give you the assets, you could just rearrange them in different ways to like make different puzzles and make it kind of endless. Yeah, but it also is pretty kind of like brainy, Structured. I guess, intelligent. Yeah, it yeah. takes a bit of thinking. It's not just like, go from point A to point B. Oh, tricky, you have to move a box. All right, now go to point B. Like, it does take a bit of thinking to solve some of them. So maybe it would be too hard to work with in-game uh, mechanics. That makes sense. I, I can understand that like preventing them from following through with something like that. Um, but then PS4 wise, I I didn't even get to like play that many games because of like life stuff that's going on. So I guess I'll like say a couple things. Like, so we got a new dog in the family. He's, uh, we already have a dog named Samwise. So now this new dog's named Frodo and he's like a little poodle. He's super cute, but like, God, he keeps like, I don't know. He's interesting. Cause like, he, he, (laughs) that's a very nice way of saying he's a bit of a shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. He tends to like sometimes like um make messes and stuff, but like he for the most part he's really good. So I don't know. I, I'm still he's getting used to being in the new environment. And then speaking of like new members of the family, my sister just had another child today. So I'm a oh. nephew uh yeah, I have a nephew, I'm an uncle again, so because he has an older sister, so that's pretty exciting. That'd and be- so that's what I mean. Like all sorts of just crazy life stuff is going on that it's and and me editing almost better than dragons god damn that show it takes forever to edit so like i haven't been playing as many games as i would like but what i do get around to like here and there is like madden and or lawbreakers so i there's not much to say other than stuff i've said before wow you're you're that guy playing lawbreakers still you're that yeah. one guy still playing Ah, uh, there's a few of us uh, we'll see. Give it, give it another week. There won't be. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Then what the fuck am I gonna have to do? Get Destiny Two, and I never even played the first one. And it, oh. I, it does sound really cool. Like I don't know, especially the raid stuff where like everyone's working together to like, take down like this crazy shit. Yeah, it's MMO plus Halo. Like that's what yeah. they pitched it as, and that's basically what it is. Like the raids and grouping up with three three people, I think, in a six v six parties. I think I don't. I don't. I don't play. So yeah. But uh, speaking of uh, colossal uh, ar- hero arena-based shooter failures, uh, Battleborn, I just saw it's getting no more updates after 15 months after its launch. So not even not even a year and a half after its launch, and it's well, not getting any more updates. Can you blame them? <laughs> no, not at all. I'm actually surprised it took this long. Yeah. But I mean, that's just the nail in the coffin right there. It, yeah, it's pretty much guaranteed. Like, any hope you had... Uh, Whatever status it is at right now, like balance wise with the characters or patch wise, like that's it. There's no more updates to it. So if it still is feasible, if there's still some sort of player base to it, which I don't think there is, it's pretty much going to die now. Because unless it's perfect, which I highly doubt, it's not getting any changes. So that's unfortunate. I still feel bad for it. 
Yeah, that's understandable because, yeah, just the circumstances with what Overwatch at the time. It was a whole mess of things. The game wasn't, you can't entirely blame Overwatch. Like, people blame it just on Overwatch. There was other factors. The game wasn't ready to launch at, when it was launched. There definitely was game, I wouldn't say breaking bugs, but game, like, uh, dampening bugs that really turned off any new players to it. Um, it was still also $60 at launch, whereas Overwatch, even if you, if you bought it at the Blizzard store online, like I did, it was 40 So even that's already got a cheaper price point. They went out of their way to antagonize Blizzard and to like piss them off when they're marketing. Like, oh, we're better than Overwatch. And Overwatch is like, oh, really? Great. Here's a free double XP weekend, the weekend of your launch. So that made everyone go to Overwatch. And like, they did, they fucked up a whole lot with Battleborn. But I still believe that there was enough inherent good ideas with it that it could have survived given it launched at a different time. Uh, with a different marketing campaign and just didn't try to piss off one of the biggest contenders in the entire game industries. Yeah, that's understandable. And this kind of makes me think of that other newer game that's somewhat similar, if I'm not mistaken, Fortnite, or is that something completely different, like game it, style? No, it's it's mostly getting compared to it just by the style. Like, it's the sort of cel-shaded cartoon style of it. There's, like, zombies in it, and they're kind of jokey zombies. They're not trying to be, like, realistic like brain eating they're kind of like plants for zombie style zombies so uh besides that no they're really not somewhere i mean they're shooters okay that's right yeah they're it's more of a shooter horde based like waves of enemies come at you and you build and craft different uh structures uh bases and like guns turrets and stuff like that so right it's uh, kind of more similar to a tower defense i would say like sanctum or something like that a first person or a third person shooter tower defense Okay, that makes sense. So it isn't very similar to like Overwatch and Lawbreakers and Battle. No, no, no. Yeah. The reason I bring it up though, I did see in the news that at one point there was like a golden couple of hours where they were cross platform between PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Oh, yeah. And players were like going crazy. And like, and I just, I was thinking to myself, like, imagine being the guy being like, well, I've been interested in this game. I'm going to purchase it. And you first log in and you like are experiencing that cross platform capability, like just as the first time you're playing and then they take it away from you. It would just totally be deflating and unnecessary. I, I don't understand why it's, they're capable of doing that and then they choose not to, but I guess it kind of makes sense, but doesn't. Yeah. They yank it away of just like, Oh, we're capable of doing this. Oh, wait, no, it was a mistake. It's like, what, <laughs> what do you mean this was a, this wasn't like a, Oh, we leaked an image of like the next DLC pack or something. Like this is a fully implemented cross-platform system. Like, yeah, you don't act like you. At least you shouldn't have a system set up where you can accidentally trigger that for a few hours and then take it back. I guess like, it gives hope to that to the gamers though that it's like, well, they obviously made it for a reason. Maybe there's going to be a date that it's lifted. But like, even still, it's just like, why is that there? I don't well, know. The developers said there was a mistake. Like, they went on and saying, like, no, we didn't intend to do that. And it's hard to tell if they mean we didn't intend to launch it right now or if we didn't intend to implement it, period. Because you're right, they did make it. And if they aren't going to ever implement that, my only assumption is they planned on doing it. And then Xbox... Yeah, got the no-go. Yeah, either if across all consoles, like PC, Xbox, PS4, or if it's just between Xbox and PS4. Someone higher up said, "Like, no, we uh, we're back and going back on what we said, and we're not doing cross-platform at all." So after they already made it, 
Yeah, I can see but that being the case. Either way, it's very odd for something like it's. It's very strange of it being like, oh, there's only single player for uh, this game. It's like, oh, we're going live with online multiplayer. Nope, we lied. Just taking it back. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's like, that's what a great you, analogy. What like, do you that, mean? How does that happen? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. It's it's very strange. And uh, on top of that, they also introduced a battle royale mode, which some people are pretty pissed off about, and some people are pretty excited for because PUBG is. The fucking biggest thing for oh, months that's now, right. and yeah, still no. is, and that's all PUBG is. It's battle royale. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you spawn with a hundred people. You can be solo or you can be teams. You drop on an island from an airplane. You get whatever equipment you can, and then uh, electric field starts training around the island, forcing everyone into the center, and you have to try and be the last one surviving. And they introduce that gameplay mode in Fortnite, which really didn't have that to begin with there didn't seem to be any plans for that while the game was in development and it seemed very out of place and clearly they're just copying a lot of mechanics that are uh ui interface with from PUBG. PUBG, yeah for sure yeah so it's it's not inherently copying because it is such a popular genre now and it has been for the last few years but there clearly are very similar uh aspects taken from PUBG because it's so big and might I remind you, despite how big PUBG is and the fact that they've already had cash prize tournaments for it, the game's still not done. The yeah, game's early still in early access and <laughs> super buggy. Like, I don't know. I, is it on I can, consoles yet? That's the thing. Like, how can I that be? I think, <laughs> I know it's coming to Xbox. It's exclusive to Xbox. Like, Microsoft bought the rights to that for, like, the console rights to it. And, like, oh, really? snapped down on it as fast as possible because oh, it was shit. so big on PC um, because they got the cr- uh, crossover from, you know, windows 10 and xbox stuff so they clearly saw that but yeah so i don't know if it's on console yet but they plan on that to be so but it's it's still not done like the game's still not done and they're adding all these crazy things to it and making it longer and longer and longer and it's gonna be an h1z1 uh was arc all these other games that never get out of early access because it gets popular too quick and starts cannibalizing itself with all these crazy new ideas instead of just finishing out the base uh game mechanics Oh, yeah. And it's funny, you mentioned that that's going to be an exclusive to Xbox One and, like, Windows 10. Like, so if it's exclusive to Xbox One, it typically means that it's also going to be on Windows 10. So as long as you have PC, you're good. And that's the thing. There's We always well, joke how there's not enough exclusives for Xbox It entice you to buy it. But there's one that's on the horizon that I really want. And I, at least it is going to be for uh, PC, so I'll just get it on there. I'm sure it'll be on Steam. But uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. I'm super hyped for that because I love that first game. And I don't know, hopefully it's not like so much of a graphics haul that I'll need like a better computer to play it or something, but it probably will be. But (laughs) I I can't imagine this. It's a side scroller and it as beautiful as it is. I don't think it's very graphically demanding. I think the backgrounds are like black uh, backdrop, like painted uh, backgrounds. I don't think it's like fully uh, animated and developed where you could like run in the background if you were able to. I think it's pretty simple so I, I can't imagine being a very intensive game hopefully not but i don't know yeah. i forget Wait, if it did you say it's exclusive uh yeah well to windows 10 and xbox one i'm right. almost 100 yeah. percent positive here's here's why xbox one doesn't have any good exclusive games because microsoft doesn't know what the word exclusive means yeah it's that's exactly that's what i'm trying to say but being on xbox and pc that means it's not exclusive that means you can get it on multiple ways just not PlayStation or, or Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, thus justifying saying, like, why would I get this on Xbox when I already have a PC? It's so like, so 
the deal with exclusive games is that was the way, that was a way to sell you on the console. Like I bought a PS3 because I wanted Infamous and Infamous 2, and that was exclusive to the PS3. I couldn't get them on PC. But if you already have a PC and you're already a PC gamer, and you see a game like, oh, that's really cool. It's exclusive to Xbox. It's like, oh, I guess I have to buy an Xbox. It's like and micro and Windows 10. It's like, oh, well then, fuck it. I'll just play it on Windows 10. Like, so it that's why there's not any exclusive to Xbox because anyone who is interested is just playing it on their PC. Yeah. And anyone who already has it, like, you could probably run it better on PC or something. So once they're trying to connect those two of like, oh, we try and merge the Xbox One gamers and the PC gamers, all you're doing is like kind of shitting on the Xbox, like. All the good exclusive games are now for the Switch and for the PS4. Anything yeah. you can get on PC, you're just going to stay on PC. Like They're really ruining the Xbox. They're really trying to make you not buy it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And it's funny how we're joking how like, they're just giving them away at Taco Bell. But no, I, I that's what I, mean, what I mean. I don't think I'll be buying one of them. And that, I guess we'll just dive right into this, too. I did see an article about PS5 maybe being announced Fuck in 2018. Off. And it's like, yeah, everyone's kind of just like, well, why? And I mean, I don't know. You guys just did the pro and the fucking with all 4K and shit. Like, I think you're good for a couple more years because has the technology evolved that much to even capitalize on something like needing another system? And it's like a whole no, new it, set I can of tell games. you for a fact it has not. And this is Jim just trying to capitalize. It's the same as it always been. It's people trying to capitalize on the newest and shiniest thing and people who are dumb enough to actually buy into it. Like, if you have a PS3, you don't need a PS Slim. If you have a PS4, you don't need a PS4 Slim or a PS4S or whatever these 4K, other variants are. Yeah, 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 all these the variants pro, are. Pro one, yep. Yeah, it's idiotic to buy into these things just because it's a slightly different version of the thing you already have and does almost the identical thing. Now, granted, if AJ was on here, he would probably argue with it because he's bought multiple copies of the same games. I think he has Final Fantasy XV like four times or something crazy. Yeah. So he's that guy that they're doing this for. He's yeah. the one who wants all variants and like on all different platforms and all the different trophies, all that. It you don't need to. It's impractical and well, just a waste of money. Okay, well then on a similar note, I, the iPhone X was announced and like that thing doesn't look. It, it doesn't really look that impressive to me, but like it's like everyone seems super hyped for it and they're all like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy it." Also, price tags at a thousand dollars, like nine ninety nine. I could pay my rent with that. That's what I'm trying to say, and then. The like the like and I mean honestly like the main like feature that they're like this is the best thing about it is like animated emojis where like I don't know how Snapchat like you can like have like those like things on your face like a cat or a dog and stuff like instead it's like like you could take the poop emoji and have that mapped to your face and how you're reacting and stuff I'm like so great I can have my face look like shit and do like face well like more so yeah more so Yeah, yeah exactly um. But they do this all the time. It's the latest and newest thing, and it's barely different at all, but it's the newest version. And people are saying, like, oh, there's studies that show that, like, Apple slows down updates or, like, production of development for stuff for their older models, forcing people to buy the new ones. Yeah, that's not new. That's been Apple's marketing strategy since, like, 95. Like, that's always been the case. At this point, people don't give a shit about the specs on iPhones and new iPhones. People are buying it because it's Apple, and that's all they know, or all that's all they want to do. Like it doesn't matter what it is. If people love iPhones, they're buying the iPhone no matter what they do to it. I know that's the upsetting though, and it's funny because I even posted on our Slack channel. Uh, there's like this like meme going around where this guy like compared the specs. He's like, 
Dear iPhone X users, welcome to 2015 because the Galaxy S6, when like lined up right next to an iPhone X, all specs and stuff, outdoes the iPhone X. It looks like it's basically yeah. thinner. It's got a better display and all sorts of like I don't know. In general, I, it's kind of interesting to see like them like have a phone come out at that high of an expensive price, and then in all reality, it's yeah, like they're saying like a phone that came out two years ago. They don't know what the fuck they're doing and. It's branding. People just want the iPhone, uh, the Apple brand, and that's all they care about. People who people wouldn't be buying iPhones if they cared about the specific specs for it, or it just was the most convenient for them. I've had, I think, three cell phones my entire life, and it's because I take care of them, make sure they don't break, and I don't care about the itty bitty details. But for people like this who are comparing, be like, um, Android's better. Uh, <laughs> Apple is uh, sheeple, and uh, they're just buying into it and are gloating about the specs and stuff. You're bragging about the brand of the Android, Samsung, Galaxy, whatever you have, and yeah. you're no better than people who brag about the brand of the iPhone. You're of course. just doing it for a different reason. Yeah. So everyone comparing these cell phones is dumb. Buy whatever you want. Just don't be mad when you're like, oh man, this iPhone, te- uh, iPhone X is sure is expensive. I don't know if I'll be able to afford rent with this. It's like, well, then you shouldn't have bought it. Manage your money better. Be yeah. an adult. Like, it's just people are dumb and. Yeah, don't complain about buying the newest and shiniest thing and then not having money, because that's your own fault. Yeah, and, or complain about not having a headphone jack. I, we've bitched about that before, but that's <sighs> like the so dumbest dumb. trend that's going on with new well, phones these days. Even Basso's, I saw him on Twitter, Basso's complaining like, oh, my headphones keep syncing up with my Bluetooth. Like, they keep like crossing over uh, with the Wi-Fi. It's like, well, I don't have that problem because my headphones are still wired in. So, that was your fault. Like, you chose that. <laughs> so, you know... That's a problem you could have avoided. Yep, pretty much. Um, so, so I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but we could get back to games. Yeah, it's interesting. It's just so infuriating with how dumb people are with like the brand loyalty with everything these days. And people are like, oh, Apple's great. This is great. This is great. Google's great. Apple's great. Sony's great. Microsoft is great. It's like they're all. They all just want your money. Don't don't be loyal to any brand because they're just going to steal your money. Yeah, I think that's fair advice. I think we've given you this advice, but keep oh, write that absolutely. one down, listener. This is just a re. Uh, this episode is just reiterations of all the stuff we've already told you because yeah. we just did it every fucking time. It's just you and me. So let's talk about Life is Strange. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I d- I still don't. I watched all the playthrough of the first episode of Life is Strange. And I still don't care. It's, yeah, I'm glad I didn't buy it. No, nah, dude, I'm this complete opposite. I was enamored and had a great time, and I'm looking forward to episode two. So look on the horizon for an episode of us doing a spoiler cast of that. I, I, we might have some fun guests if we can line it all up. Yeah. Uh, for me, though, I've been playing, well, uh, Overwatch released the new patch. Uh, it's got a new town, Junker Town, where it's in Australia with Junkrat and Roadhog's base. Um, I don't like it. There's way too many <laughs> little like tunnels and stuff, and that's kind of the main thing because people would just funnel down the like most straight linear path and then just get slaughtered um now this one has way too many different like little cubbies and tunnels and ways you can sneak around so it's almost impossible to cover any point so defense is super hard and annoying um i haven't seen any match on that game on that map that wasn't just a steamroll for one side or the other like i've seen both sides just steamroll like offense and defense but i have never on the winning side that map is annoying as fuck and maybe it's just because it's new and i'm not used to it but right now i'm not a fan of it okay they released the updates for diva so her shield is cut in half time wise 
and now she releases missiles to be more offensive. Just real annoying, making the one uh, making a tank whose sole purpose is to be defensive and to block shit, taking away her main job and making her more offensive. I hate that because I play Diva a lot. Uh, Mercy is now Battle Mercy, where she flies as her ult and is just completely buffed. And her re- her revive instead of being an ult every like four minutes or so is every like thirty seconds she can revive any player and now just no one dies and it's I hate it I hate these changes I know why they did it I hate why they did it I hate it I'm just <laughs> so mad damn so, so I'm definitely taking a step back from Overwatch right now gotcha congrats Blizzard you made me you stopped my addiction by making your game so shitty I don't want to play it anymore if I bought you Lawbreakers would you play. No, I play that. Damn it. I, the game's even worse. Oh, okay. I still enjoy most of Overwatch, but the things they keep changing keep pushing me further and further away. So, the game's not shitty. These updates are shitty. And until they fix fucking Hanzo, I'm forever going to be mad at Jeff Kaplan and the entire Overwatch team. He does... Alright, for anyone... Let me just get this out. I don't know. I probably <laughs> said it before on the podcast. Rich. Let me just get it out again. Hanzo has a scattershot arrow where you shoot it and it breaks off into six arrows. Each of those arrows does 75 damage. Now, get that in a small room. That's uh, 75 times 6. Do quick math. And that's 450 damage. That can kill, instantly kill, nearly every character at full health. Even the tanks. And that is fucking horseshit. Is it, like, guaranteed that all seven are going to hit? No. Or is it, like, you only get hit by a couple? It's completely random like the trajectory where they'll go but people are getting better at it where they'll shoot at the feet and instead of going like you know if you shoot at the ground the only way the arrows can go up so if you get them right between the legs all of them will go directly up into the person and deal 450 damage right into them jesus killing like 22 out of the 25 heroes in that game at full health instantly yeah unless you're a tank that makes sense no even the tanks some of the tanks only have 400 health or 425 or with a shield. So that'll still kill them instantly. Good lord. That's, that's what's bullshit about it, is it. The sole purpose of the tank is to be beefy and take damage. And you can still get one shot by a dumb move that's pretty RNG based. And it's so infuriating because this has a, been a problem since the beta of Overwatch. And they've over a year and a half now and they still refuse to change it at all. There's so many ways they could fix this and they refuse to do any of them. And it's maddening. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, you'd think after a, a couple of complaints and like witnessing it a few times, it's like, yeah, well, that does seem overpowered. It's easy to nerf those numbers. Like maybe he doesn't have seven or maybe bump it's, it down to 50 each. And then it's like, well, okay, it's, it's six arrows and the hitbox, all of them are all huge. Like if you're hiding behind a wall, it can st- if you're right at the edge of a wall and he shoots it by the wall, it can still hit you. Like you'll see the trail of the arrow and you just see it take a hard like 90 degree turn and hit you because the hitbox is so big. So that's all, those hitboxes are all massive on the scattershot arrow too, and it's infuriating. Um, knocking the damage down to 50 each for each arrow is my suggestion. I think that's a simple fix that won't require a massive patch, and it won't be killing, it'll still kill the smaller characters like Tracer, who only has 150 health. She can still die from that, and that's fair, because she's the weakest. Yeah. But the, it won't instant kill any of the tanks, which it shouldn't. And like, it's, so insane that they refuse to even acknowledge it after like a year and a half and it's just a blatant broken ability yeah that is kind of whack yeah and it's just getting worse and worse like the more people are playing and getting better with it the more people are abusing the system and stuff and it's just so 
I, I'm really, I hit the 600 mark in Overwatch, like level wise, and it gives you the silver, like, uh, portrait. I, and that's a good stopping point for me. I'm definitely playing a lot less now. And it's just, they keep changing it to keep it fresh, which is nice, but they're making it much worse and are really focusing on solely competitive or solely deathmatch, which, which is the new mode, trying to make every character sustainable on the, their own, which should not happen on a team game. Like, it's really kind of fucking up the rest of the game by rebalancing these characters for one mode. So it's... I love Overwatch. I still do. I love all the characters, but it's really, really driving me away. Which, I don't know, maybe that's good. Maybe it'll break my addiction finally. Yeah. Lawbreakers. No, Just kidding. <laughs> still not. That'll never happen, Doug. That game's already dead. God damn it. So, because I've kind of stepped away from Overwatch, I got to finish near Automata. Oh, so, yeah. So, when you say finish, did you accomplish the endings you wanted to see? Yeah, here's the thing. I, I kind of knew this was going to happen, but they advertised it as there's 26 different endings, one for each letter of the alphabet. And I, for anyone who doesn't want to hear about this, like, skip ahead, like, 10 minutes or, like, take a break or something. Like, avoid this. Cause <laughs> just take a nap. <laughs> we'll just be just take a nap, like everyone else who listens <laughs> to our show. Um, so I, I wanted to go in this as spoiler-free as possible because, like, if the story's crazy and hear all this stuff, I'm like, oh, it's really good and, like, all these different endings, all this stuff. The, there's 26 endings. But there's only five that are very story relevant. The other 21 endings are just, quote, bad endings where you just die. So, for instance, you can self-destruct at any moment in the game. That's a feature because you're a robot. And if you self-destruct while at your base on the moon, you'll just blow up, destroy the whole base, kill everyone involved, and that's an ending. And the credits fly by at, like, the speed of light. They just go by real quick. And that's, like, ending you or something. And then there's another ending where... You talk to a person, they're like, hey, I found this fish, and I hear fish have this weird property to, like, robots. Why don't you eat this? And you're like, sure, you eat it, you die instantly. Same thing, credits fly by real fast. That's, like, ending T. And there's 21 of those. So they're not really endings, they're just the games, you just die, and then restart. So it's, like, it doesn't change much. Yeah, so it's more or less the different ways you can die in a lot of the cases. Yeah, it's just a lot of silly ways to die outside of combat. And like huh. those are those are the quote endings. And then there's five story endings where you play through five times and then that's about it. Like you pretty much got the gist of it all. Well that's the thing. I wouldn't want to have to play through the game itself twenty six times, but then again it also does feel kind of like they're cutting corners in a way. <laughs> yeah, well they, and I can understand that. You don't have to play twenty six times. You can play uh, once get uh, like a bad ending, like a death ending, and then just reload the game. You have that ending, and then you just start wherever you last see. I see, yeah. So you can get all twenty-one of those endings in one playthrough if you know where they are. But that's the thing is, it's not obvious. It's like one of them is like, oh, you tell this person to go this way, he goes off, dies. He's critical to the story. That game's over. It's like, oh, I I didn't even know that. So to get all of those, you're going to need. I would think you need a walkthrough. Because I tr- certainly did. I'd be very impressed if anyone did it and didn't use a guide or something. Um, for the five other endings, it's it's not playing through the same game necessarily. It's like there's different... Once again, spoilers for anyone who doesn't want to hear this. The first one you play is the main character 2B that everyone knows. Second one you play through essentially the same plot again, but as 9S, her like sidekick sort of. And then even that's slightly different. And then there's like other three that are slightly are pretty different. But when I heard that, I thought it was going to be different in the sense of like you went from like an action third person fighter game to like a crazy like eight bit 
puzzle dungeon crawl or something. I thought it was going to be so completely unique and different that like you wouldn't even recognize the third and fourth playthrough. You just play as different characters. Yeah, like, it's, I figured. It's, it's still fun. It's still neat how it changes and the different you know ways people interact and stuff. But what I've heard of near the first one and the hype of this one, I thought it was going to be something incredible. Like you're playing like a futuristic cyborg like dystopia, and now you're playing like a medieval fantasy like D and D sort of game or something just crazy. It's like no, you just play as different characters, you get a different perspective, and the controls are slightly different, but. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, if it was going to be that exciting, I don't think they would save it for, like, your third playthrough. Like, and I mean, that's just because, like, assets and everything, like, I don't really know. Well, that's the thing. Like, everyone hypes it up. Like, it's this completely different thing. It's like, no, you're just playing more of the story. It's just as a different character. Like, it it just felt more of the same to me. So, like, I was pretty let down. Like, yeah. the game's good. The game, I'm not denying that. The game's a solid, like, 8 out of 10 or something, if you want a number for it. But it's just, like, the sheer hype around it of, like, it does all these crazy things and plays with the medium. And, like, it's it's self-aware that it's a game. And there's, like, a fourth there's fourth wall-breaking moments. And those are fun. And it definitely does unique stuff. Like, you're an android, so you can disassemble chips for your upgrades. Like, you get a health chip to have more health. Or you can take your health chip off completely so you don't even see your health bar. And then if you're an operating system chip, if you take that off, you die instantly. And that's an ending. So there's funny stuff you can do with and, like, ways to customize it. But it it wasn't this crazy mind fuck of a game I was expecting it to be from all this hype. Yeah, that I I understand your perspective. It, yeah, didn't seem to live up to your particular expectations, and that yeah. happens with certain games. I hope it doesn't happen to me in Monument Valley too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I doubt it. But yeah, I like yeah. I, good to point out. I want to reiterate: it's my expectations for this were super high. Gotcha. So it's still a solid game. And I enjoyed, there's me you know, moments, I think the lip syncing is real off. Like, the actors are good, but I think the animation for syncing is real weird. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's a solid game. But yeah, don't don't expect this crazy, like, Pandora box level, like, mindfuckery. Yeah. So, okay, that's I'd fair. still recommend. Yeah, I'd still recommend. It's still a solid game, real fun. Um, and it, the there's the different difficulty modes, like easy, medium, and hard. And then there's, like, the hardest mode is one-hit kill everything so anything that touches you will kill you and it's i can't imagine anyone actually doing that that seems just (laughs) infuriating but i i'm sure that someone has yeah there's that's perfect for that niche audience yeah and god bless them because there's bullet hell shooter moments where you're flying in like a ship and there's a thousand bullets good lord yeah so i can't imagine doing i definitely will not do that or try to but good luck (laughs) nice uh oh well listener we're gonna wake you up (laughs) <laughs> welcome and for back. anyone who's skipping ahead so they don't get spoiled by near you probably skipped over that alarm saying we're done talking about near yeah we are though um we are but though. that's what i mean are there other games that we have or any kind of newsy things before we play a game uh i st- i got uh warhammer end times vermintide uh i got Ooh. that i haven't played it yet but it's basically just left for dead but in the world warhammer universe where it's like Blood Bowl and Blood Bowl 2, that's said in the Warhammer universe. So it's elves and dwarves and uh, rat men and centaurs and like all this fantasy stuff. Nice. So it's, I've heard, I've heard a lot about it, but I, my buddies have just got it as well. So I finally have other people to play it with. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, what was it again? Warhammer is like the franchise. Like that's the overarching one. And it's end times, firm and tide. So like firm and like rats and then tide like the ocean. 
Okay, interesting, cool. Yeah, so it's like a Left 4 Dead, but in the fantasy world. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's from what I've seen, is fun. I look forward to playing it with some buddies. And then the other game I started playing last night, but I didn't get too far into it, is uh, Lisa. And it's <laughs> 8-bit, I think, or maybe like 16-bit. The um, mattresses? or, or <laughs> yeah, the, the mattress company. Yeah, they ship you a mattress in uh, the size of a mini fridge. <laughs> and uh, for every 10 mattresses they sell, they uh, force their employees to do volunteer work, which I'm suspicious of. Use coupon like code ABTS. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For anyone who listens to as many podcasts as we do, there's yeah. your joke. Um, but Lisa is very Earthbound-esque. It's very inspired by Earthbound and Mother, like those games. Kind of on par with like Undertale in that genre, like 8-bit, pixely. Uh, like I said, I haven't gotten far. It's super brutal, though. It's in this dystopian future where there's no women left. And you play as a character who finds a baby girl and like raises her. Wow, what a concept. Yeah, and then a gang steals her from you. So you have to like go and hunt her down. And it's just super violent. Like the be- the game begins, you getting beat up on the playground. Like not just like thrown around and like dirt on your knees, but like be- get your shit beat in and like bleeding from the head and stuff. And then when you go back home, your dad's drinking and he throws a beer bottle at you saying like, oh, you lost another fight, you pussy. And then you go upstairs <laughs> and like cry yourself to sleep. Jesus like, it's, a su- <laughs> it's a super sad game. It's in this real upsetting dystopian future and stuff. So it's. You know, it, as colorful and like fun as it is with the pixels and stuff, it's like super depressing. Yeah, that sounds um, it. Wow. Yeah, but it, You're it's fun. Me apart, Lisa. <laughs> oh God, two episodes in a row. We really. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, we're not better than that. Um, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be a real fun game. Uh, I look forward to playing it, but it's it's real brutal. So, like in a lot of games, you sleep and recover all your health, but every time you sleep, you can be attacked, and supposedly i haven't gotten to it yet but uh sometimes there's a guy who would just show up and he'll just hold you at like gunpoint saying i either take a part of your body like a finger or an arm i take one of your team members or i take all of your stuff you decide and there's no other option so it's just like shit like you either lose all your equipment a valuable member of your party or uh like a hand or something so then you're weaker for the rest of the game so and apparently he just appears like randomly when you sleep so it's really like i'm real low on health and I really want to like heal, but I don't want to risk like losing everything again. Uh, just always go with the hand or the finger or whatever. Cause listening back to our almost better than dragons, like Donnie's like literally just <laughs> loses a finger and doesn't even flinch or like bat an eyelash at it. He's like, okay. And his finger just gets burnt right off. And I was like, I don't know. And you, you have a shrunken pinky finger and like a burnt off like middle finger or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, my finger was burnt and shrank. His finger was cut off because you put that ring on him that was cursed. I think you cut off the ring. No, no, no. what happened was uh, Frederick ended up heating it up with magic and it got so hot that it just burned his finger right off. Anyway, that's ABTD for anyone who's still not interested in listening to that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, if if you're into D and D, check it out. It's kind of back. So yeah. Uh, speaking of D and D though, uh, Divinity Original Sin two. I'm forcing myself not to buy until I beat Lisa, because I'm trying to go through this back catalog of all these games I have. But, goddamn, I hear it's better in every way than the first one, and I really, 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 really want to play it. And that's what I was going to ask. Did you beat the first one? I forget. God, no. The first one's like 100 hours just for the main storyline. That's what I mean. I have that for PS4. I gotta play it. Fuck. It's, yeah, it's, apparently it like really drags on and the story's not great. I've pl- I've started three separate files on it and haven't gotten out the tutorial town because there's just so much to do and I want to explore everything and that's going to kill me in these games. 
Like, oh, that man. trait I have is going to ruin me for these games. I have the enhanced edition, so I can play co-op online or play local split screen. I gotta get that going with my girlfriend or something. Uh, g- good luck. I haven't been able to play longer than, like, maybe ten collective hours with any one person before, like, they either get bored or distracted or we just don't have time to play it anymore. Okay. It's it's real long. It's so fun. I absolutely love, like, everything about it. Uh, except for the controls. Uh, at least on computer, sometimes you'll misclick. And, like, instead of walking over here, you clicked on the person and then your character run up and punches them in the mouth. And now you're wanted in the town. So, like, that's annoying. Um, but I, I really love the games and I, I can't wait to get Divinity 2. But the, I, I'll never beat those games. Like, there's just, like, a 100 hours for the main storyline. Fuck. Just looking at the back of this, I'm going to start playing this tonight. I, I, I remember starting it up at one point, but I didn't get far at all. So, wow, this game looks so fucking fun. Yeah, the first one's pretty limited. It's two people co-op, and you can play as humans, but, like, various classes, like rogue, wizard, and stuff. And even those don't really matter, because you can teach yourself different skills once you're playing. Um, but in the fourth one, you can play up to four people, so you can have a full party. And you can play as dwarves, you can play as elves, you can play as lizardmen, you can play as skeletons, like, undead in this one. Nice. And the undead naturally can lockpick with their bones, so you don't have to have, like, lockpicks on you. And everyone hates the undead, because they're undead. So you can tear people's faces off and wear them as, like, a disguise. So it's brutal. Oh, and I think the elves are cannibals in Divinity, which I love. Um, and you can eat people and then, like, gain some of their memories to find out story stuff. It's great. There's so much stuff. It's incredible. One tip, though, in all Divinity games, get the talk to animal skill. That's super necessary to find out a lot of stuff. Okay. It just makes it so much easier. But, God, Pro I tip. love those games. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, nice. Uh, I, I look forward to it, but one, d- one day, one day. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then there's one thing I want to mention. Uh, There's a game that I saw. It looks just kind of interesting. I'm not sure if it's necessarily for me, but I think maybe some of our listeners are into it. But, like, if you like the art style of, like, the Scott Pilgrim uh, graphic novels, like this game called oh, yeah. Relic Hunter's Legend. Looks pretty fun. It's an online co-op shooter, like RPG, like with lots of loot and stuff. So I don't know. Seems pretty interesting. I think it's, uh, I'm not sure how much it costs or if it's free or whatnot, but, uh, it looks like a neat style and something that I feel like might catch some particular audience's eye. I'm almost positive it's not free. Uh, oh, Relic Hunter Zero is free though. So that's dangerously similar names. Whoa. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's, is it the same franchise or something entirely different? That's weird. I can't imagine, but I also can't find it on Steam, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's got like, not top down, but kind of like isometric sort of. Fast, fluid, fun, free. It's a free game. Oh, shit, it is free. Yep. Oh, it's being kickstarted. That's right. So it's not out yet. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I thought this was a thing. No. Um, but it's very, uh, it's got the same like camera angle, I guess you call it, as a, um, uh, what's that fucking game called? I'm blanking right now. Titan Souls? Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. It's like a side-scrolling, like, uh, Golden Axe, Castle Crashers, like, sort of angle. And yeah, it's in, like, a Scott Pilgrim style. It looks pretty neat. Um, but, you know, it kickstarted, so, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Let's not jinx this one, because it does look kind of cool. It does look good. I, d- I don't think their stretch go- or their goal for it is too outlandish, but it's also you know dependent on how much coverage they get and how much people how many people know about it. So, good luck. 
But yeah, so is there anything else before we move on? Uh, that I've been playing or like in the news? Because we've been jumping around. You, you can do whatever. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Doom and, Cas- and Wolfenstein is going to be on the Switch, which is yeah. very odd. Yeah, that's interesting news. Um, I'm sure that's going to make some people happy. Oh, I'm sure that'd be, I can see it being really fun to play mobile. Uh, but it's, it's so off brand, both games for Nintendo. Like it's so not family friendly. So it's interesting to see them do that. Uh, hopefully it holds up. I can only imagine that it's going to be, you know, scaled down for the Switch, uh, graphics wise and like performance wise. But that could be really fun. Like playing shooters and stuff mobily on the, you know, handheld screen. Definitely. And, Speaking of Nintendo, apparently there was a Super Mario 64 online in the works uh, by like fans. What? And the first mistake they made was trying to do any Nintendo property without their permission. Because that shit got struck down immediately. Oh, yeah, this sounds familiar. <laughs> do not do anything with Nintendo properties. If you're not officially licensed by Nintendo, it will not last. They will come after you so hard. Like, oh. Just don't, don't even bother. That's interesting you bring up Nintendo, though, because wasn't there an article in our show topics somewhere? I don't remember where, but it was like, don't pay more than $80 for a SNES Classic or something. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, make more of them. Some people aren't going to fucking put like such a high demand price on it. I don't know. And uh, apparently they are going to make more of the new one coming out. I, I feel like this is all just a marketing scheme, uh, like strategy of holding back and then re- flooding the market with them come Christmas. Like getting the hype for it, like the episode of South Park when Cartman spends like gets a million dollars from his grandma and then buys a amusement park and kicks everyone out, and then that just makes everyone want to get in more. It's that, like, that's a legitimate marketing strategy, and I feel like that's just what N- Nintendo does with all of their consoles. Yeah, but this, uh, it's hard to even call this a console, it's like a little emulator. <laughs> well, that's the thing, it's hard to call it a console, but it's you know, people are going nuts for it. It's still buying. I know it's ridiculous. You're you're right. I don't. I I think it is just like a crazy. Like, well, I gotta have one and relive my it's, retro days. It's like, well, yeah. you could just. I don't know. There's so many options for that. It's forced rarity. They're forcing them to be rare. It's like you could make more of them. There's no reason you can't be making more of these, except for just forcing the price up of them. And yeah, it's a bunch of people trying to relive the glory days of when they were kids. And they're like, oh, I'll show my kids the games I played when I was a kid. And it's like, I'll let you know a little hint. Your kid's going to hate it because the games are super dated and hard. Exactly. So they're not going to like it as much as you. It's I mean, so true. <laughs> some, of th- some of them will like them. Some of them will get into them. But like, I'm going to say like 90% of kids are going to hate it and not bother. And you're going to feel like your hopes and dreams crushed in your children. Oh, so, man. That just makes me think. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Of like the, the book and upcoming movie Ready Player One where it's like they just glorify like ancient video games and it's like makes yeah. it seem cool again. I'm like. I wonder if, like, only our generations would be like, yo, Ready Player One is, like, the greatest thing of all time. And then, like, later generations would be like, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. I've heard people recommend the book, and then I hear everyone who's seen the trailer just be like, ooh, this looks terrible. So. It, it, it's definitely not how I pictured it in the book. And, I mean, I don't know. I think the only, like, good translation from book to movie was, like, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Like, those are pretty goddamn decent. But, like, oh, man, yeah. this does seem, like, a little too far-fetched and, like, futury and, like, kind of, like, Tron vibe. Like, I don't know. It's just, like... I, I like, they seem to make the stacks, like the one environment, like very convincing, but like a lot more of like the, just the peripherals and stuff that he has. It's just not how I was picturing it, but we'll see. It's, I hope uh, they do it justice because it is a really good book. I, knowing nothing about the book, from what I can tell the trailer, it just seems like it's all just references. 
Hey, remember lightsabers? Hey, remember Freddy Krueger? Hey, remember Mario? It's just like, yeah. Well, then just brief synopsis is, is like the, the VR world that they all like, um, log into is basically so advanced that like, so yeah, if you're like a huge Star Wars fan, you could go to like the Star Wars universe in VR and like there's everything there. Like the entire universe is there. And like for like every piece of pop culture, like that exists in this thing that you log into and you can fuck around and do whatever you want. Or you could go to school. Like, there's all these different like things. It's like really interesting premise. So it like opened the doors for a lot of like exploring stuff like that. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I, I even with Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, I hear people shitting on like, oh, the books are better because of the like. N- no one's there's never a thing converting media where everyone's unanimously happy about the you know being reimagined into a movie or a show or something. For Someone's sure. always pissy. Yeah, that makes sense. So, we'll see. All right, well then, I think we can wrap this episode up with a game of What's That Sound? It's only a one, uh, three sound game, so let's play. So we're playing What's That Sound? Uh... Sound one is kind of long, and I have a like a bonus sound in case you need it. I, I almost want to play the bonus sound first, but let's go with the long clip. I think you're going to get this. What do you think of this? The orb of dreamers, the occupants of which spend so much time asleep and dreaming. Their vast imaginations humming away, charged with creative energy. Where does it all go? Up through a cerebral umbilical cord where it collects and melds with all the other dreamers' energy. And something wonderful happens. It forms a world. An ethereal dreamscape of adventure and possibilities. An abstract plane of beautiful wonderment just waiting to be explored. And you can go there now. The fuck? Okay, so yeah, what did you think of that? It sounds familiar. Like the narrator sounds familiar to me. That's the whole idea behind this. And then I'm wondering if the bonus clip will give it away. But uh, let me know what you uh, think. If it's the narrator, the uh, uh, it kind of sounds like Stanley Parabola, but I know that's not it. Um. Oh boy, uh, dark cloud. No, but I'll count it as a guess. Um, okay, since you are struggling, we will go with the bonus sound right now because you probably will need two guesses to maybe narrow this down. But let's see what you think of this bonus clip. Yeah, I don't know why you think that would help. That uh, that did nothing. Um, I love it though. Oh boy, uh, just look in my mind palace for dream games on Google. I mean, hey! my brain. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, there was one game where you're like a kid in your pajamas and you're fighting like the Sandman. I think that was on like the Dreamcast. Is that it? No. 27 winks or something. You had to collect winks, I remember. 
That's ridiculous. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. Uh, but no, so it's, it's not, not that. that. I'll count that. Why not? And you have yeah, one sure. more. Let's see what you like. I don't know. Final. I'll give you a hint because you're definitely struggling. And I think you should get this. But and this it hint is pretty s- huge. It definitely sounds familiar. Like I feel like I've either played or seen it. So PlayStation 3 game. Ooh. Uh. Oof. Boy. I'm Googling it because I just don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, Nights into Dreams. Is that really a game? Fuck, I feel like we're playing game or no game because I didn't believe that last one you mentioned. Yeah, that was a Sega franchise and like it appeared in Sonic uh, a bit, but for whatever reason it came up when I searched PS3 and it's not on PS3. So nope. I don't know why that. All right, that was actually Little Big Planet. Oh, God damn it! Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that, that narrator yeah. is like, he's almost talks to you from at least the beginning of the game a lot. And that's the thing. That's from the first game. There's like freaking yeah. three of those games already. Like, man, I, I don't know. I did enjoy them. Already? Oh, so. There's three, and then there's like a kart racing, and then there's one for PS Vita, and there's a good, good amount of them. That did kind of blow up in the hell of a franchise. So interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's what the first sound was. Uh, you still have a chance. You're going to need to get both of these, but the second sound is a bitch. So I'm interested to see what you think of this. So let's play sound number two. sort of 3d platformer uh not ukulele because the voices aren't as absurd and i'm gonna go ahead and help you out and say not even 3d so 2d yeah crash bandicoot no oh good guess playing the insane trilogy so i figured that might be it uh no they speak all english net for some reason but uh what is this language? That's for me. I have a massive hint if you need it, and I have a feeling you might. I'm sure I will. Sounds like he gets an item there. Uh oh, god damn it. What do you do you know if I've played this game or not? No, but I know I have and I think I've what? streamed it. What? Why Listen, are we <sighs> This game though it that's the thing. I can't give you the hint yet until you give me the second guess. Why do you pick games you know you have? It's like, well, you know you played them, so it's not a game anymore. Like it's, oh. But if you would have tuned in the stream, you might have heard it. No, I'm you know, I don't even listen to the podcast. I Why would I watch you play? <laughs> oh, what games have you streamed? Oh, God damn it, you, play, you stream on the PS4 now, so I can't even look at your Steam history. Oh, uh, yeah, and it's not going to be there. This is from, like, th- we've been podcasting for fucking going on three years now, so this is, like, early on. Three years? I thought we were two. Uh, well, yeah. Wait, we started at the end of 2014, so we're coming up oh, to the end yeah. of 2017. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm totally not just buying time to look at your Steam profile. Uh, Grow Home. No, okay, so the Fuck. g- the fucking major hint is we mentioned it on this episode. <laughs> 
I'm sure we have. We do it every time we play this game and I get I it wrong. I usually say what it is and then get it wrong still. Nope. That's what I mean. You just got to rack your brain. What game did we bring up and it applies to that sound? funny thing is i think uh john from one track gamers in chat is saying i think i know this but i, I can't say because bren might see it i'm like i don't think he's even on our twitch right no now. i'm not watching <laughs> go ahead and say it john <laughs> uh yeah go ahead and say it john i'm not totally not here now uh <laughs> it's not lawbreaker it's not overwatch not near uh tamada uh not lisa nothing i've played uh, what have you played what have you talked about Peggle? No, um, that's not a real guess. Ah, oh, shit. Titan Souls? No, oh, that God was a it. good guess-ish. But it was, uh, it's Ori in the Blind Forest. Ah. Bummer. But, okay, yeah. I'm still gonna give you a chance to get this last sound. Let's see what you make of sound number three. It also has a helper sound, but... tennis <laughs> yes but what wait, wait, it's just tennis that's the game tennis is a game i know but it's a video game it's not mario tennis because it's too quiet like it's just a ball that's got a bunch of shit going on in it it's not we tennis or like we sports tennis because that's also got a bunch of like background music i feel like it's a little side thing in an actual game, like an event, like exploration game, and you find just a tennis and racket and tennis ball and do it. Because it's too quiet. No, but well, you already lost, so I'm just going to say, you and you That's true. fulfilled your destiny or like the prophecy of you being I've like, it's said definitely it. not Wii Sports, and it is. <laughs> so it's, yeah, Wii Sports Tennis. And that's the thing. Here, play the, the helper clip right now, because this is uh, when Wii Sports Tennis goes crazy. Oh yeah, we're just wagging the remote like insane. Yes. But like it's there's music and stuff in Wii sports and stuff. Like how is that isolated where it's just the racket and ball? I don't know. Maybe there's a setting I, you can turn down like sound effects versus uh I'm calling music. BS on the clips you get. I think you find purposely difficult clips that like are weird like one-time instances and not like actual gameplay of them nope it's absolutely gameplay and that's the thing i watched the, the them go from the menu into the game and that's the sound that so i think you're just have faulty memory of being like there's definitely music playing all the time they're, oh. <laughs> they're no because when you play it there's like a crowd so there's crowd cheering and then if you score on them that che crowd cheer so there's always some sort of noise at all times besides just the rack and a ball. Maybe they went into practice mode or something. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I think it's some sort of weird like one-off mode like it's not the core game. But you I don't know, I lost anyway. Yeah, you're right. So that was what's that sound?
All right. Well, that was an interesting Fucking episode. Pick a, pick a game I've played. I've played like a thousand games I won't remember any of. Like, just go fucking pick one you know I played. No, it's more fun watching you lose. Um, but let's see some plugs. Where can listeners find you? Uh, you can find me driving back across country so I can murder Doug. Excellent. Uh, I usually do joke podcasts, but this time I've actually been on another podcast this week. Uh, oh, cool. So go listen to the latest episode of Pistol Shrimps Radio and hear me at the very end sit awkwardly on stage delivering cookies to the two hosts. Neat. Uh, I think it was, what, uh, September 19th episode. So it should still be the most recent one, but just in case, it's the December, September 19th. An actual fucking plug. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, weird. I'm not, like, on it. Don't expect me to be like, hey, guys, like, and I don't They're plug like, shit. Welcome, Brandon from ABTS yeah. to the stage. <laughs> it's just, like, at the very end, like, last 20 minutes, I pop up. That's it. Okay, cool. And then, listener, if you like our show, please give us a like, follow, subscribe, all that kind of shit. Facebook, Twitter, handles ABT Silence. And we're Twitch streaming the show nowadays over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence, typically Fridays around 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but not always, sometimes a little later, traffic and shit, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and yeah. also Tuesdays and Thursdays for the most part. I missed this week because of fucking ABTD. I, I have so much on my plate when it comes to that show, but <laughs> it's such good content that I'm really eager to like get that out to you guys. So if you're tuning into that, please let me know what you think. And yeah, check out the network. We got some really good shows on the network. We have One Track Gamers, Press Continue Podcast, Dumbbells and Dragons, Erie Canal Theater, and like I said, our D&D show. So all sorts of good shit at almostbetter.net. And if you know anyone who might be interested in this kind of stuff, like tell them, or maybe they never even listen to podcasts, be like, start with Almost Better Than Silence. You'll regret it, but it's fun. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, here, start with this old moldy boot and then move on to like a good dinner. Yeah, but then like, you'll ooh. always come back to the moldy boot and be like, I remember you. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I had typhoid, but it's not fond memories. Yeah, so keep your feet clean. See you guys next week. See you.